You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. I do hate to bug Jay, especially when he is absolutely elbow deep in some of his favorite sort of off schedule, let's say, and you know, sports programming. Not NBA finals yet, but the sort of the stuff off the beaten path. Right now, Jay is watching the 30 for 30 on American Gladiators. Are you kidding me? Is this pretty, thing any fucking good? It's pretty fucking good so far, I'm telling you. <laughs> Boy, I hope they tell the backstory of how, you know, are, Taz they, came into existence and what his motivation was to womp up on some stupid accountant dressed up in so, tights. Don't be so glib because we found out that the guy who created the gladiators while being one of the shadiest characters I've ever seen, was an Elvis impersonator. Uh, really? One, yes. Interesting. One of, the, one of the gladiators, he said, and I quote, I was the baddest man on the planet. I carried a gun to church. <laughs> why, there you go. Why would you do that, actually? Well, when you're living in Compton, Zabe, I, I think that's, you got to okay. do that. Okay, fair, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. So uh, they've got all the get gladiators uh, named here. Malibu, Lace, Zap. Yes, yes. I said Taz. I don't think there was a Taz. There was a Zap, though. Maybe a laser. Or Gemini, Nitro, Sunny, Blaze, Bronco, Gold, Laser. Yeah, Jim Starr played Laser. Uh, Who's Jim Starr? I don't know. Just some dude. These were just oh, one. These are just roided up dudes. Sorry, I, I should have, yeah. I, I thought Jim Starr was somebody who was like, should I know who Jim Starr is? Well, actually, let's see here. Um, there is, there's, there's, there's one gladiator that actually, I can't remember her name. Zap. She's blonde. She was in a movie with John Ritter, where she got naked. That's how I remember. Ray but she, Hollett. 
Boom. Look at you. There you well, go. I'm on Wikipedia. So here's how you know, looking at the list of gladiators, which ones were anybody? Their, their names, names, blue. Their names yeah. are in blue, and they've got a, a hyperlink to yeah. them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, this show, I mean, I watched the shit out of it. As a teenager, it debuted in what eighty nine, I believe. Eighty nine, yeah, yeah. And, and I watched the shit out of it watched? in college, and I laughed because there's Mike fucking Adamley who was doing Mike NFL Adamley. games on NBC, who took the check to go, you know, <laughs> announce this, and he gave it this total seriousness. Joe Theismann was an announcer on this show. Todd Christensen. Christensen, yes. I mean, come on. Now, it says the uh, it was directed by Bob Levy. That's not the same Bob no. Levy. No. Okay. No, no, no. This, this, they just had, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, Ferraro, I think, was the guy who they say is the Created creator. by, yeah. yeah, John Ferraro. So, what, what's, so what's his shadiness? He's just, you got to see him. He okay. looks like you, like you see somebody, you go, wow, they look shady. That's him. He just has that look, that shady look. The whole concept for those two young listening right now to even understand what the fuck we're talking about was. Do we have listeners that young that don't know what American uh, value? Uh, raise your hand. No, raise, your, raise your hand via email, text or, or uh, listeners, and send, send it in going, yeah, I was totally in the dark for the first five minutes of your uh, podcast there. So it was okay, a yeah, show. No, I'm just asking. Yeah. No, well, I'm no, just... we are because if you were born in, in 94 – you're 27 okay. years old. No, you're 20. Math, math is a challenge for me. You're 29 years old. I could have picked an easy year, right? If you're born in no, 1990, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be <laughs> 33. Uh, yeah, if you if you were born then, you probably never watched it, and you may not have ever seen it. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? So it was basically the concept of average Joe citizen beating these absolutely muscled up athletic freaks in a series of contests like uh jousting with large poles that had big soft sort of you know boxing glove jousting with a q-tip right giant q-tips where you knock them off a beam uh, or you try to run around them uh and there was a game that had a tennis ball gun which I uh, loved. Assault. That was that was my favorite assault. Yes. <laughs> assault. Boom, yes. Boom, boom. And they yes, had this... because because the contestant, while the gladiator had the assault rifle, and you had to go from point A, which is to the right, to point B, which is to the left. The contestants had like you could throw three balls at the top of the jousting to try to hit the... a target to right. disable right. the gun. Right. right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. And the football there was, one. Remember, okay, the fo- yeah. okay fo- football the one's great it, because basically it was if if you're, you're if you're young if you're not uh, young enough to remember the football game ten yard fight video game, just two just two teams ten yards and that's it. That was joust <laughs> except it was you, and they had like it was. Let me see if I can remember. Wasn't it one on one? Against it was one on one, another no, gladiator, no. or was it no, 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 two no, no. on one? You had to get by two, on two defenders. You had to you run had to past them. Gladiators. Yeah. yeah, you had to run past them on a short football field, and it was very hard to do. And you had to, and you had to take the ball and put it in cylinders, which were located around this little field. 
So, of course, the most points you scored were if you got the one in the middle, which had their, their gladiators. No, no, no. They're gladiators at each pylon, which you had to put your football in the pylon to score points. So they had gladiators set up at each one. Of course, the one in the middle you weren't getting to because they, they put the biggest, baddest mofo in, in that one. Right. Yes. Which, which, and as dumb as all this sounds, it gives hope to my dream of a show. Not pros versus Joes, which was a actually, real okay. show. I actually liked that one. That you was did. my favorite. Loved it. Tell, tell the kids what pros versus Joes was. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but it would have went back on someone from this podcast. So I'll let it go. They took, <laughs> they took, they took, they took some... <laughs> No, no, oh. no, no. That's your Glenn Eunice. Oh. <laughs> haven't, Glenn had Eunice. On, haven't had Glenn on in a while. I'm doing to talk have to him. Yes. Yes. Please picture Glenn Eunice talking his talk, talking his shit to, <laughs> to, to um, uh, Terrell Owens. Right. And Terrell Owens says, okay, well, let's go one-on-one, see if you can cover me and see if I can cover you. That was pros versus Joes. It right. was awesome. They had loud talking uh, they had loud talking uh, asshats who right. hadn't done anything in like twenty years, thinking they could beat professional athletes. Well, it, it 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 wants me to. It leads me to think that there's hope that my show could get created that has a series of just random sports challenges, as simulated as best I can. Which is you love this shit. Oh, you I love that love sports it. challenge. I know. Could could eleven regular guys, cubicle dwellers, not overly athletic, right? Non-former football player guys, okay? Could 11 guys stop Darren Sproles alone, 11-on-one, on a kick return? Okay, see, you're thinking too small. Why? I'm going bigger. Can 11 Joes... Stop Derrick Henry. <laughs> Bam! Bam! Because, because if you've ever seen Derrick Henry's high school highlights, you should know it'd be a great TV show. Well, because somebody would get hurt every week. The funny thing would be is that you know the eleven guys they've got to get a strategy. They don't. They don't get any coaching. They don't get any practice on this. And you mic them up. And you get cameras all over the place, and you're like, okay, all right, here we go. This guy's really fast. All right, look, uh, uh, Derek, you make sure to get the wing. Get the gunner. Keep contained. Don't let him get outside, okay? Uh, uh, Jim, make sure you come up the middle, and if you get a good you know, hold of him, get his leg. Go for the ankles. <laughs> Each week there's a scene from said emergency room. Yeah, he's got a torn patella. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Count up the casualties. Yes, and and yes. you could rotate in a set of new a new eleven guys. Each week. And yes. Backstory. <laughs> Have their wives. Yes. At, like how many weeks in a row do you think uh, someone like Darren Sproles at full speed could elude eleven chumps? Are we sure it's not Derrick Henry? Are we sure we're well, not taking Derrick Henry? Okay, okay, okay. It could be Derrick Henry. The other challenge. Not, by the, the way, yeah. I am not telling you to, uh, I'm not telling you no because I was told no on something that I said, wow, I think this could be pretty great. So I'm never telling anyone no ever again Can you dis- on an idea. Can you oh, disclose okay, well, the idea, please? Yes. So I had an idea for a 30 for 30. I thought it was wonderful. Okay. So, no, I told you my idea. I told you my idea three weeks ago. 
to do a a documentary on Jalen Rose and how he was the first Jalen, and how oh. we, and, that, and how we now have. I'm going to send you. I'm, so the first Jalen, got it. Yes, the first Jalen. So I know a guy who did a thirty for thirty on Dunbar from Baltimore. It was called the City Boys or Baltimore Boys or remember like the because Dunbar basketball from like eighty one to like eighty four went undefeated for like three years. And they, and by the way, they were playing, there was one year where Dunbar played 30 games. And I, if I remember correctly, they were 22 and 0 before they even hit Baltimore city. So they were just going around playing, you know, sure. Like, like the best teams ever. So this guy did everybody. Right. And the team had Reggie Lewis, Muggsy Bogues, Reggie Williams on the team. That's first time three teammates from the same high school they've been drafted anyway so i was like i'll tell him about this i think this is does this sound like a good documentary to you i don't know so he writes me back he goes eh, nah, nothing really there doesn't sound like much um it's just a story of one guy with a name that's it so cut to two uh, cut to about a week later they did this story in ESPN magazine in like the like 2018, and I'm like, what? oh, I had such a terrible shitty story that it was already done. They already did it. So he was. <laughs> yeah. So they did a story on how he was the first Jalen. Yes, and, and uh. but back then it wasn't even as many Jalen's as it is now. It's like a billion Jalen. Jalen, <laughs> that name is like springing. I'm telling you, every year you're okay. going to see a Jalen and Jalen in some sport. But God, All right, my other go. my other uh, challenges would be. Could you, as a regular cubicle dweller, if you were the running back, the tailback in, on an NF on a eleven on eleven semi pro team, could you gain ten yards on three yeah. consecutive? Oh, carries? that's that's got too much. Getting really injured. <laughs> yeah, sure. And but the key to this whole thing is not whether or not the person succeeds; it's the miking the guy up. So that he gets whomped on first and whatever. And he comes back to the He's like, oh, man, that kind of hurt. And the quarterback's like, all right, all right, listen, listen, listen. We got uh, 40 scat wise smoke cloud. Uh, we're going to toss pitch. Listen, we're going to block the shit out of this. You just need to run like fucking hell to the open daylight. You'll get six yards. All right, you're going to get laid out, but let's go on two. <laughs> and then the guy just I... get more and more scared. It's all about the scaredness of the average civilians in real life, as close to real life situations as you can. The other one would be stand in against the filthiest major league pitcher throwing damn near 100 and try to actually get the ball in play, just in play, between the first baseline and the third baseline. How long would it take? Okay, that would be one. You could do baseball. Ooh, somebody standing in front of... Let's pick the four best hockey players in the world and see if somebody could stand there and 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 uh, not shut their mouth, but stop a percentage of shots. Or be a goalie, be a goalie with about. minimal skating yes. ability and see how it goes. Like pros versus Joes, the Joes were decent level athletes that were kind of shit. And the, and, the, and the pros hated them. Well, I know. That's what was the best part of it. Uh, the, Cowboys, the, the Cowboys ended up signing one who was a kick returner with, like, long dreadlocks. I forget his name. And he actually returned a kick for a touchdown in San Francisco one year. 
That was the peak of the pros versus Joes era. Do you remember that guy? I do not remember that, but now I got to go look this up. Cowboys sign pros versus Joes kick return. Or let's see if Google's awake and available right now here. Somebody is screaming at their radio right now saying, Why oh, shouldn't it be? Who the hell remembers? Uh, a guy from pros but who whoever is screaming and saying you should know that you need to get a light only person i remember <laughs> that it, the only person i remember that everybody should know is he hate me rod smart oh That's rod smart every, he everybody hate me. should know rod. he hate me rod why are why are you wearing this what do you mean he hate he me? hate me look he they, hate me he, he hate me i love that one that was one of my favorite things ever because he hate me he hate me he they looking at me right i love that that was my favorite uh, oh pac-man gets into pros versus joe's fight 2009 that's that's why it was the best pac-man jones (laughs) uh cowboys signed jason peters 40 to add offensive tackle depth i don't know where google says that that was a pros versus joe's thing so all right with that said let's take a quick break jay for these crass commercial messages you are listening to the zabecast if 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, we are back. Let's start with this. There is a tennis player, a Russian 
tennis player. Ooh, let's let's. I wonder if she's very attractive. Yeah, funny you should. Well, wonder no more, my friend. Because Sophia, Sophia Zhuk, Z H U K, a former Wimbledon junior champion, has decided to put the tennis racket down and to pick up an OnlyFans account. Well, well. Well, so okay, I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at her pictures, and you're saying, "Eh, not." Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute." You doll her up with makeup and and hairstyling, and 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 keep those uh, those minus teeth out of the way, and uh, yeah, she's pretty nice, Sophia Juk. I just I just remember our friend Mark Stern, who does work for the Tennis Channel, always saying, "If you get up real close with most of these girls, they're." face they have a little hair on their face and acne he's like "Ooh, okay <laughs> so a lot of the tennis players we think are really hot he goes eh, close eh, not too much uh ms jook won six titles while competing on the itf circuit and captured the above mentioned junior girls wimbledon title as an unseated player when she was just 15 years old but she last competed professionally in 2019 i have no problem with this do what you got to do chase the bag girl however question what if anna kornakova had competed and achieved her modest success in the age of OnlyFans? And what if she had decided to open up an OnlyFans account at the peak of her notoriety, which was, I think, 96-ish, maybe a little bit later, and offer up some really, really premium content, if you know what I mean. How much money would she have made, Jay? A gazillion dollars, a a a trillion dollars, or just a shit ton of dollars? I'm just going to give you numbers from what I know. (laughs) Okay. Um, Do you remember the Bernie? Yeah, the Bernie Mac show. Did you ever watch the Bernie Mac show? I didn't. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I did not, Jay. I I, I, I like his comedy, though. I really do. Google the Bernie Mac show for me, please. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, do you see Dee Dee a Davis? do you see a teenage girl in that picture? Dee Dee Davis. Yes. Click on Dee Dee Davis. Okay. Dee Dee Davis. All right. Yeah. She's a she's a little girl in the show, and she grew up to be a grown ass woman. And oh, look at that censored. Bernie Mac's baby girl responds to OnlyFans backlash. Oh, here we go, Jay. I'm done up. Actress Dee oh, Dee Davis has been a hot topic. This that's past not the right week. one. No, 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 no. no that's How not is the right it one. not one? No, there's there's two there's two daughters on that show. Don't and you want to don't you want to hear this one? They felt regarding what? the backlash. In a new video posted on our Instagram story, Davis is seen with a caption on the post, not finna keep explaining myself. Before y'all keep talking, just think listen, listen, listen. There are This is Dee Dee Davis, oh by the way. Oh, no, no, I'm saying it's her, yes, but there's a, oh, there's a Camille, Camille Winbush. All right, hold on. Name. Just to know how my day was. Yeah, man, go crazy. In addition to the Davises. So there you go. She's clapping back. I'm looking for somebody else, though. Camille Winbush played uh, the daughter on the Bernie Mac show. She made $5 million on OnlyFans last year. And if you look at her, you're like, I don't know why, yeah, but. I mean, you know, she's got to look. Would you pay $5 million, Abe? Well, see, I've always been very skeptical of these OnlyFans reported earnings. 
I do know you can make a lot of money, but I yes, almost think yeah, yeah. I almost think that there is a lot of liars poker going on. But maybe well, that's they, just my skeptical do, side, or exaggerating. Um, you know, what was what was the guy who did Penthouse? Larry Flint. Larry Flint said uh, porn is a um, twenty five dollar billion industry, and there's not one guy buying porn twenty five billion times. <laughs> right. There's no doubt about that. I just don't understand the why of it why is it popular is it because you hone in as a man on that one woman who's just got that hook to you to your primal male visual brain the way she talks the way she smiles her eyes or whatever her kapows up front and you're saying i will buy every fucking thing she does every shot every video you name it I am super into her. I guess that's what it is, OnlyFans. Oh, sorry about that. What? Um, would I buy no God. Would I do is there anybody you would pay money for each week? Sadly, Zayden. sadly, yes. But no, I don't have any I, OnlyFans accounts. And it depends on how racy. I, I think the answer would probably be Maura Tierney or Emma Stone. But that's just me. <laughs> By the way, I was reminded of the hotness of Maura Tierney when I was watching a late office episode where the whole show fell apart and Robert California was the new boss. And his wife was played by Maura Tierney. And there was the scene where it, in like 15 seconds he tells Andy, who's running the office, like, okay, okay, under no circumstances are you to hire my wife. She's about to come in the door. She wants to work here. Do not hire her under any circumstance. And it's this whole awkward, like, what am I supposed to do? And, you know, he's lobbying for her to join the office. And do you remember that episode? I do remember because I, I like you, have a, you know, a, a, a Martini, Martini was a starter on my staff at one point. Oh, she was a Wait great a starter on the ever... staff, starting with ER, also played the wife of Jackie Moon in semi-pro and was in news radio. Hold up, you're you are missing. You ever see the affair? Mm-mm. Oh my! Is it you might you might never come out of your uh, your <laughs> office ever again? Okay, is it better than the what was the affair movie involving Diane Lane? Oh, one hundred ninety-seven times better. Yes, one hundred ninety-seven times better. Oh and really? Here's, okay. Here's here's the, I'll do it quickly. You you must start watching this. I don't see tomorrow. Maura. I don't see uh, 2019. The so affair, Maura Tierney. She's in the show. Well, it was on Showtime. I watched it. Trust me. I know. <laughs> okay. Well, this one says it's a Czech film directed no. by Clay's Bang. B A N G. This is a TV show. Wait a minute. Let me, and because the guy who played. Uh, from the from the wire, who played McNulty from the wire plays her husband, and she has an affair with what? Come on, come on! Uh, why are they affair? Um, she has an affair with a local waitress who is played by I'm sure is uh, somebody that you are. I'm I'm checking this out very quickly. Hold on, the affair cast. Uh, I can't believe you have not watched this. Uh, well, I, 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 you know, there's a lot of things I haven't seen, including Ruth Bade. Wilson. Ruth okay. Wilson, including. Have you seen Ruth? Have you seen Ruth Wilson? No, I have not. Ugh. Ooh. Ruth but Wilson. I will. Sana Lathan is in it. Uh, you sure it's called the affair because everything is coming up the, only the, 
The Affair. Dominic West. I'm looking at it right now. Brendan Fraser plays a guard who's a who's a a, a dirty guard. It's awesome. Oh, it's a great show. Jay, it's a TV series. Yeah. That, the Affair. Well, I typed oh. in The Affair movie. Oh, sorry. Sorry. And oh, here we go. And hey, hey, Mortarney Bacon. Shut up. Have I sold it yet? Uh, okay. Uh, Mets five, Braves two, and that'll put a wrap on today's Zabecast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Bye bye now. Bye bye now. <laughs> oh my fucking god! All right, let's uh, let's slow it down here. A couple of things. Uh, Nick Saban has said, "Make college football the NFL. Unionize it, regulate it, level the playing field, basically create parity in college football." Is he whistling Dixie past the graveyard? Because that would be very bad for him. Uh, for him, that wouldn't be. I. I think he's just uh, – he's no longer the big dog. I think he's lost that title, and I, I don't think you, – you can't get it back once you've lost it. It has been in, in history of college football. Once you fall off the top, no, no, no coach ever goes back to the top. It's tough that's to it. stay on the top like hey, he has true. for as long. And now, and he, now Kirby's he's the greatest him. coach ever. Yeah, he's Kirby's, the greatest coach ever, but now Kirby's the man. He, yeah. Kirby's punched him in the face twice and has an absolute unit rolling there at Georgia. The other thing about Saban – that apparently he's doing now in this NIL era because he ripped Jimbo Fisher about this time last year for having bought a team. And, of course, yeah. they sucked anyway. Which I was, was going to say, hilarious. yeah, they were 65. Yes. yes. <laughs> but uh, it basically the new uh, pitch from Saban is, okay, do you want two hundred grand and nil or do you want to make the NFL and be a first-round pick? Because that's what this factory does. We churn them out six, seven a year. First rounders, boom, money, and that appeal, I guess, would work for the top one percent of the one percent recruits. Yeah, but the guy who pretty much knows he won't make the NFL, but I can have a good college career. I'll take that five hundred thousand dollar year NIL money, and and still try to go pro, and probably right, yes. maybe still go pro depending on how it goes. Speaking of which, Dion, can I go in? Can I ask a question though of yeah. you? Has anyone dived into the, or is it delved or dived? Dived. Delving, dived in, you can also delve into, yes. Go ahead. Um, the tax implications of all of this. Has no one done a, why hasn't E60 done an expose on this? Well, that's a great question. I assume that the individuals receiving the nil money have to report it to the IRS. And if they don't, they will be in a shit ton of trouble because it's a lot of money. So they have to report it. They may even get 1099 on it somehow. What is still murky, and this is what some people are, are pushing for, is they want a unified Division One-wide database of just what everyone's getting. Ooh, so imagine you can, ooh. that. Imagine the back pages of the USA Today sports section after you're done reading Rudy Martsky's Sports on TV column. <laughs> Go to the back in the small type and then look at the grids of every college D1 program's top-played NIL players, which is exactly the kind of thing that USA Today would print if they were still printing newspapers. Am I right on that? 
You are exactly right on that. They're still printing. You just don't get it. What? They're still printing newspapers? <laughs> uh, Let's go to Andy's house and look at it. Yeah, Andy would have it for sure. Um, by the way, to delve is to reach inside a receptacle and search for something. Or okay. to dig or excavate. That's a perfectly acceptable uh, use of the word. Yeah, I think there's ta- tax implications. You know, the schools, they want to keep it, obviously, undercover under the table because once there's transparency now you've got even more chaos because recruit a is going to look at recruit b and go wait a minute he got that they don't know it's a complete game of blind poker right now nobody knows except for what somebody says and there's a lot of lying going on to sort of both brag about it as well as to uh you know uh, sort of try to get a better offer by going, oh, yeah, so-and-so got this much. Oh, yeah, the, I think, no, no, there's there's complete lying about who's getting what in NIL. Yeah. But I, I think it's mostly by these athletes just trying to get more. Well, if I tell them I'm getting free, yeah. maybe I'll get, like that Florida quarterback, the one who they said, ah, oh, we're done with you. We're, <laughs> we're, 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 we're reneging on this. We're yeah. Done. Yeah, now nah, we've sort of gone in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, now I want to talk about Dion with you for a second. So Dion apparently is now talking about trying to steer Colorado back to the Big Twelve because he wants to be in the state of Texas to be able to recruit out of there. Nobody is going to the Big Twelve anymore. This is like moving into a neighborhood that had its day. And has since been run down. What is he doing? And how much influence does he have over the athletic department? Shouldn't they be able to say, look, you're the coach. We're paying you a lot of money. Coach the boys we bring you. Don't tell us what conference to play in. He is. The Big 12 is going to be obsolete in like a year. I know. It's it's not that hot, I don't think. Although it does have a lot of high scoring, very fun to watch offenses for what it's worth. Ooh, good basketball. Good basketball, indeed. Uh, We take this break to find out what's Jay cooking for dinner. We heard the microwave. We can hear stuff in the background. What are you eating today, Um, my friend? That was not me eating. That was the lovely Mrs. Cottrell heating up up her Cinnabon. Oh, nice. Cinnabon dinner amongst lovers. Well, not a dinner. Just a Cinnabon (laughs) snack. Cinnabon snack on a dark Tuesday. A dark yes. Wednesday night, NBA Finals mm-hmm. start tomorrow. NBA Finals, Denver is a huge favorite in this one. I don't I don't have any use for the people who flex, who fake flex. Ah, I'm not going to watch this. Who cares about these teams? Well, I'm fucking watching because and, Miami Miami went through some juggernauts to win. Miami's no pushover. I don't care what people say. Well, Miami w- went through a gauntlet if and you, won. If you claim to be a sports fan and you try to flex by saying, ah, I don't care about these teams – then you suck. You're really not a sports fan. You're no better than what they serve up to the dum-dums sitting crisscross at two feet in front of their TV on ESPN going, oh, give me another LeBron debate. You're a, you're a fair-weather, drive-by, dum-dum fan. These are the two teams that made it to the finals. Denver's probably the best team. Miami with has the best been player. playing the best, right, with the best player. Miami's been playing the best, and they're going to fucking play basketball for seven games if necessary to determine who gets the trophy. What the fuck part of that don't you understand? Watch it. It's sports. I'm Like I said, I'm watching it because Miami 
albeit they are down one of their starters, they still went through uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. Went How through them like shit over, through it. Not, not, well, they, they're hiring Adrian Griffin, who has not been announced yet. Um, and he is a longtime assistant uh, of a bunch of places. And, uh, you know, he could be the guy. It's not a coach's league, you know. Well, like a, they, well they went through Milwaukee. They went through the Knicks. Right. And then they went through Boston. I'm pretty, sorry. Pretty damn good right that's there. Th- that's three really good effing teams right there. Now, who Oh, hold on, Jay. Who did Denver go through? So when I put my phone in my pocket, it sometimes hits the Turns mute. It off. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. So, so, so Denver, Denver went through who? All right. Let's let's go, let's go through the Lakers. Okay. The Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. With with crazy ass John Morant. I can't even remember who they played in the first round. They swept them, I'm sure. But my point is, Miami had a tougher way to get there, and they're much more battle tested than Denver. But uh, Denver, Denver has, beat Phoenix as well. That's right. Thank you. Memphis, but Phoenix, who, Lakers. Who I've heard is pretty good. Yes. Phoenix. Yeah. Memphis, yes. Phoenix, Lakers, bing, bang, boom. And they've only lost four games in the postseason. So you said Jokic is the best player. Tell yes. me what you see in Jokic as a player. Uh, the best court vision of any center I've ever seen in my entire life. I didn't get to see Arvita Sabonis because I couldn't get, you know, the NHK Russian Basketball League. <laughs> but you sure wanted it. <laughs> But actually, right, right, right. Um, he uh, he he knows how to play basketball. He knows angles. He knows how to speed get the game up. He knows how to slow the game down. Timing. He, knows, he yeah, has he's great just, timing. It's not just making the right pass. It's making the perfect pass at the right time for easy buckets. And he, he ends up just racking up this pinball score, you know, box score almost every night. And it doesn't even look like he's laboring to do it, which is crazy. No, which is, by the way, and we had a topic we didn't hit. And I think he, this guy may be in our topic, which we were supposed to do tonight. He might be a unicorn. Well, he's a, he's a unique player for sure. And the fact he, that he was a second-round pick, he's got uh, that picture of him as a kid is just a doughy-ass doughy, yes. boy. And he worked on his game. He had to be urged, like I believe one of his – previous coaches, I don't know if it was Mike Malone or somebody else, said, you could be a fucking superstar. Get after it. And he did. I mean, I, I like Luca, but he is 50 times better than Luca. Yeah. Luca Luca is the white Carmelo. Luca whines. He whines too much for me. <laughs> yes. That's the only he whines. And I can't I'm I I'm not a ball dominant guy. I hate watching ball dominant players. Right. And Luca, James Harden, uh uh, Brunson. Oh my God. And I'm a Knicks fan. I hate watching him and Randall dribble between their legs for 14 seconds out of the shot clock and then take a step back three. What coach well, thinks that's a good, I don't understand today's NBA. That's a, well, that's, it, it gets me angry. I know. But, and that's what, and that's what the Celtics played like. And they won basically on talent and hot shooting nights and they ran out of rope. And that's why they fucking got bounced out of the playoffs. You, You're going to shoot yourself out of a game eventually. It happens. Well, and they just did, you know, the TNT guys, Barkley and Shaq, were like, they don't, hey, bro, they don't run any offense, man. They don't. You're down 10 nothing, baby. Uh, I don't know. Try to get an easy bucket, bro. <laughs> this, this, is the, this is the offense of uh, your boy Kevin Sheen's best friend, Mark Turgeon. 
we're just going to dribble around for 22 seconds and then two seconds left, boom, we're going to put up a shot and then blame all the fans because I can't coach for shit. <laughs> Joe Mazzula has been really bad in post-game oh, interviews. Uh, not, it's not just the three-word answers. Like, so what was your message to the team after this? I love them. Okay, and is that it? He also had, like, these crazy Google eyes, like that Jets coach who, uh, you know, made his opening press conference and couldn't control his eyeballs, and everyone was making fun of him. Who the fuck was that former Dolphin Gaze? guy? Yeah, Adam Gaze. Or Gase, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Joe Mazzula has the thousand yard stare all the time. And <laughs> mean, I don't know you if you mean he... ex Boston Celtics coach Joe Mazzula? Is that who oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you gonna bring? <laughs> I love how they're <laughs> chanting, bring Ime back. <laughs> they probably were. Now, can, I, can I say something about Ime? What did he do that was so bad? Well, that's a great question. It. He, he banged some chick at work. We've all done that. <laughs> right, but the NBA got caught up in this whole zero tolerance stuff and and Zero tolerance for what? I didn't do any I didn't rape her. Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. We were two grown ass people having sex. How is that such a bad thing? Well, the, the, I don't I've never understood this one. It it is okay. It is an inappropriate office relationship where he was deemed the superior because he's the coach, and he's the highest-paid guy in the building. And she was working in the office, and she was, uh, you know, underneath him, so to speak. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a pun. That's a pun. Have you, uh, have you heard the supercut of Boston fans trashing their team after the Game 7 loss? Well, I'm going to guess that it's very we angry and aggressive. It. We sucked on Big D. We blew it. Let's go, Red Sox! <laughs> the Celtics are breaking my fucking heart. They've been breaking my fucking heart for years. Joe Mazzula is out the fucking office. Oh, my mama. Cause... We need to get Ime and Duque back. paid <laughs> $600 for 82 points? Hey, we snuck into a VIP line. You got to stay up no matter what we do. Go seize, roll seize 24-7. I don't know about that. They just lost. Who's Kayla Murray? Why did he shit on us? I spent my rent money on a ticket is what happened. Starting five owed me. They owe me 2500 for all three tickets I paid for. Where do we go from here? Nigga, we don't go anywhere. Boston Celtics are worse than any girl on the planet because they will break your heart every year. Jalen Brown's gone. He's going to go to Houston. It's going to be the most depressing video I've ever put out. Jason Tatum's going to continue to sell games for us. Fire Missoula, get Mike Budenholzer, and Giannis will come. Giannis, we need you. Jalen Brown, go to Atlanta or Adoka. Get the fuck out of Boston. Al Horford's going to retire. He's got to retire. He's too old. (sighs) No, no, no. Fuck playoff, too. Hang in there. 20 more seconds. No, I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing. Don't say Brad. LeBron James. Why don't we have a point guard? What kind of team is this? <laughs> awful, awful. Tatum's ankle. You see Larry Bird play through it. You're part of the Celtics organization and franchise. Be better. Play through Wake it. Wake up, brother. We needed you tonight. You let us down, Dave. I'm a Team Portnoy guy, so I'm not going to go with that. If it was his fault, where does he go from here? Stays in Miami like a motherfucker with the heat. Marcus Smart is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they were giving Portnoy shit because Mr. Superfan... Mr. Boston didn't go to the game, and yet you know who did? Bill Simmons and his dad. Bill Simmons, and they got a picture of him with the ultimate 
sad face, devastated meme. That for every Bill Simmons hater out there, if there are any, I has think there to, are any. At, there, are there Bill Simmons? I think okay. there's. I think there's some people exhausted by Bill Simmons. By the way, okay, Bill Simmons still relevant? Yes or no? Yes, very, very much, much so. so. Okay, yeah. Here's, Big Portnoy still relevant? Y- yes. <laughs> I mean, I think. I wonder who has more money, Portnoy or Simmons? Oh, Simmons. He he sold the ringer to Spotify. Oh, he sold it already? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! For how much money? The four hundred gazillion. It's, it's four hundred gazillion. I, I, I want to say five hundred million. Get out of here! I'm I'm good. I want to say five hundred million. Well, sales ringer. Wait a minute. If that's the case, then I'm going to launch this music. Fuck that guy. <laughs> why didn't so I? Why didn't I start? Ringer. Yeah. Why didn't I minute. start that whole thing? You're playing my. Guy. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. He's paying. Uh, Spotify paid $250 million for the ringer. Guy. There you go. Of which he right probably on. had some investors that he had to pay off. He did quite well, though. Leave yeah, it at that. He's, yeah. Okay. All right, Jay, who is your FTG of the week? Uh, again, I'm going to give it to you, Boyd. There's nobody in media I hate more than John Boyd Media. I don't know what this poser does. Oh. I don't know how he made it. I saw him break down a video, and he got the players wrong. He got the coaches wrong. Man, how does this guy? And this is not hating. This is going, you suck at this. I don't know why people like him. (laughs) Okay. So to him, you say. I love how you won't won't go on the John Boy track. No, no, no. Actually, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I was looking something up. You know oh. who hates John Boy as much as you do, if not more, is my boy Houston Scotty, because John Boy pushed the whole buzzer narrative with Altuve. And he's a Yankee fan and can't stand the fact that the Astros have made the Yankees their their daddy, or vice versa, whatever the case or, is. Or they no, are, no, they no, are no. the Yankees' daddy. I, I saw John Boy breaking down, and I know why. John Boy is breaking down one of the greatest fights ever, Atlanta. Padre, Atlanta Braves versus San Diego Padres in 84, which is like one of the, the greatest fights ever in baseball history. And he didn't know 90% of the players. And I'm like, you can't be a baseball fan and not know the names of the players in that fight. So, How about the uh, <clears throat> Mariners-Orioles fight? At the one Yards. that I was at on a Sunday? Yeah. Absolute <laughs> Mike, fucking Mike Donnie yeah, Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. All right. My FTG goes to PGA Tour player and two-time Ryder Cupper J.B. Holmes. I know who J.B. Holmes is. Yeah. Okay, well, do you know that he signed up for a six-person scramble under the name of John Bradley and played and won? <laughs> Even though the rules allowed you to bring anyone you want, this team actually said, sure, we'll take a tour player. And he, he signed up under a different name to try to sneak under the wire, and people quickly found out, wait a minute, that's J.B. Holmes. What the fuck is he doing? They won like thirty grand in the Calcutta, the gambling end of it. They had to give that money back, but they were allowed to keep the trophies, and then he posted a picture of the trophy for this six-person stupid scramble called the Gangsome on his shelf next to his Ryder Cup replicas. I'm sorry, JB. You're 41. You're washed up on tour. Stop doing this. It's embarrassing for a pro. Fuck that guy. Uh, That's quite a story, isn't it? I love that one. I love that one. (laughs) Well, we started with pros versus Joes. We end with 
a similar pros versus Joes, right? Then we wrapped it up with a bow. There you go. Done and yeah. done. All right, go get yourself a Cinnabon from your girl before she eats them all. And, and, I will... and, watch, and watch The Affair with Laura Linney. Make oh, it. fuck. Yeah. No, no, not Laura Linney, I mean, but Maura, Maura Tierney. Tierney. Although Sorry. Laura Linney also would also be a great one to watch. <laughs> a great one to watch, yeah. The Affair 2, somebody cast it. All right, Jay, we'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now.